Most of us know that feeling of preparing a lovely meal for our children, sitting down to eat it with them, only to have our toddler promptly throw it on the floor. Arr, it can be so aggravating. And if you're not sure how to handle the situation and it's repeating in your home, you are so not alone. Let's talk about what we can do about it. You're listening to The Parenting Junkie Show, the place to go to love parenting and to parent from love. I'm your host, Avital. Hi, my name is Avital. I am a mindful parenting coach. I'm the mother of five. And my whole goal here with my team at The Parenting Junkie is to help you to love parenting and to parent from love. Because parenting is inherently challenging, but we deserve to enjoy it and so do our children. So what do we do when our kids throw food? Well, let's talk about toddlers, okay? (laughs) Because number one is that I have to just normalize this, right? Normalize the fact that this happens. And the reason I want you to know that is because when we think a behavior is abnormal and when we think it's a problem, then we tend to get overly triggered and overly reactive to it and actually respond less well, less healthily. And we kind of sometimes add fuel to the fire and make it worse. So the the concept I want to introduce you to is schemas. And schemas are just a fancy way of saying urges, natural urges that all children have in the toddler stage to explore their world. It's their curiosity, right? And the schema that is related to throwing is called trajectory. It's a trajectory schema where we're curious and trying to explore what happens when we throw things, when things are flying through the air, right? So that could be throwing food or throwing a ball or throwing myself off the couch and onto the floor and seeing what happens. And almost all toddlers are going to go through a stage of throwing. So at the meal, it is very natural for them to be exploring this fascinating concept of gravity by throwing their food off of their height chair. That doesn't mean that we're gonna not do anything about it. It just means we have to understand that this is a natural urge. It's not anything to get angry about or upset about or worried about. It's something that happens and that most toddlers do because they're still learning what is appropriate to throw and what isn't appropriate to throw. The second step, once you've just remembered that this is normal, is to try and stay calm. Remember Dr. Laura Markham's mantra, this is not an emergency. And it's really important that we don't get overly activated and react quickly and angrily and triggered because that makes this a very intriguing behavior to our child and it can actually enter us into a power struggle with them. They become worried and curious and nervous about the behavior and they will tend to repeat it until they understand it better. And so when we can stay really kind of calm and blasé, right, think totally unruffled like Janet Lansbury says, think like this kid cannot ruffle my feathers, this is no big deal, whatever, nonchalant, right, stay cool, Um, then you can actually respond more kind of healthily and help the situation. When we get so activated, oh my God, don't throw. Uh, It's normal because you're probably triggered by wasting the food that you spent money and time preparing. Um, You're probably triggered by the mess that's happening. You're probably triggered because you're worried that your baby's not gonna get enough food in them. You're worried that they might not have manners, that you're not doing a good job as a parent and they'll do this in front of the grandparents and they'll do it till they're 18 years old and we get all the worries in our head and it blows out of control and we get very anxious 
nervous. And then we react very strongly and kind of overreact to the situation. So we really wanna not get activated and stay calm and show our kid like, hey, you can't, you can't upset me. You can't, you can't shake me up. I am unshakable. I am so chilled. I am unruffled. I am calm. I can handle this. No sweat. The next thing you want to do is to state clearly what you do want to see. Now, most parents quickly go into what they don't want to see. Don't throw food. No, right? Which is fine and normal and okay. But what's even more effective is to say what we do want to see. So something like, Food goes in our mouths, not on the floor, right? Or I want you to keep the food on your plate, right? Now, just subconsciously, this wires the brain to get an image of what we're doing rather than getting an image of what we're not doing, which will encourage more of that. We wanna encourage the positive behavior and say what we do wanna see, give them the path to success. I want you to keep your food on your plate or I want you to eat your food instead of throwing it. Now, if that's not enough, and usually it won't be, then here comes the next step, which is do not keep the game going. Toddlers are still differentiating between what appropriate behaviors are and what inappropriate behaviors are, and that will take them years to figure out. But when they throw a ball and you pick it up and throw it back to them, that's perfectly fine. You're keeping the game going. And they get the message that that's good behavior, that's fine. If they throw the food and you keep picking it up and putting it back, they're getting the same message that this is a game. It's fun to throw it off and then mommy puts it back and we do it again and again and again and mommy gets increasingly red and aggravated but that's just part of the game, I guess. You wanna stop the game there and say, oh, if you're throwing food, that probably means you're not hungry and the meal is over. I won't let you throw any more food. That's time to remove them from the high chair and show them, oh, I guess that means meal time is over, right? Now you do this once or twice and they understand that there is a cause and effect between throwing food and not eating anymore, right? And obviously you're not gonna wanna keep your child hungry. They can try again in a few minutes if they haven't finished their dinner. But the point is not to play the game. Don't keep that behavior going because that will encourage it to continue. So we're staying really cool. We're not getting aggravated. We're realizing that this is just part of normal toddler behavior. However, they need to somehow get the message from us that it's not acceptable and that we won't allow them to keep doing it because it's wasteful and messy and not the way that we behave at the table. It's perfectly fine to behave that way with a ball, but not with food. Which leads me to the final point, which is to offer them alternative ways to satisfy their natural urge to throw. You wanna throw? No problem. Here's a basket of balls that you can throw into another basket, right? Or here, I don't mind if we throw uh, some of these pillows at each other in a friendly little gentle pillow fight. However, not food. So slowly, slowly, they need to get the clear message from you what is okay to throw, what isn't okay to throw. There's no reason for them to be born knowing that. That's something that we need to show them. Now, kids are wired to play, they're designed to play, and they need to play, and that includes all of their schemas. And I have a video that will outline all of these schemas for you. It is mind-blowing. It completely changed my understanding of little toddlers when I learned this. So please make sure to not watch that one after you watch this one. But just so you understand that this aspect of play is so crucial for toddler's development and so underspoken about. Like, I don't know why not all parents know this. I certainly didn't. But it's such helpful information to reframe your children's behavior and realize they're not being naughty. They're not 
abnormal or not okay they are simply following their natural urges to explore the world to learn about how the world works and to play so if you'd like to set your home up for success with your children's play and make sure that your toddler is able to play independently in beautiful imaginative immersive play i have a free pdf guide for you it's called the childhood design guide and you can grab that link below this video and it will set you up you'll learn all about the five play zones and the 10 toys to get rid of and the only 10 toys you do need and this should really get you on your way to reclaiming deep immersive independent play for your toddler so that they can throw things in the appropriate way and not at the dinner table now i'd love to hear if you have any additional tips for helping kids learn not to throw their food but yes to throw other things when it's okay let me know over on instagram at parenting junkie Keep on loving parenting and parenting from love. Namaste.